Hello from Los Angeles, and welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. This is Michael Benner, your host today and pretty much every Sunday for the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. We've been off for a couple of weeks because of the holidays, Christmas and New Year's and such, but uh, we're back today. It's January 6th, and if you're listening live, you know that. If you're listening by podcast, hello from the recent past. Nice to have you with us here as well. I want you to uh, remember we do have a premium content version of the Mystery School that follows. Some of the podcast people might not be fully aware of that because of the time delay, but when you listen live, you have the opportunity to join us immediately following this free forum from 1 to about one twenty or one twenty-five Pacific time. Beginning at one thirty Pacific, we go into the premium training. All you have to do to make sure you're enrolled, whether for a single class or a 13-week quarter, maybe a full year where you get the deepest discount, is go to theagelesswisdom.com and click on webinars and then premium training. You can enroll with your bank card in less than 60 seconds. It's really easy to do. Again, you'll see three big blue triangles, and you can choose a single class, a 13-week quarter, or a full year. And then listen either live from 1.30 till oh, 2.45 or 3 o'clock. Or you can... Use the same link and password for the replay on demand, listen to the stream, or download the MP3 to your computer. Because it's tuition-based, of course, it's not podcast, as this one is. Also, we podcast a couple of radio programs that I hope you've enjoyed. A few weeks ago, we podcast an interview Nita Valens did with me on KPFK, in Los Angeles. It was nice to be back on KPFK after five years in Maui, Hawaii, even if only as Nita's guest. And then the last day of the year on December 31st, my wife Doreen joined me as we substitute hosted on a program that uh, normally is called Strategy Sessions. Well, it is, called, <laughs> it is called Strategy Sessions. It's hosted by Antonio Gonzalez, and uh, he took the day off because it was the 31st, the last day of 2012, and we got the substitute host. So both of those programs are in the podcast stream, and just as I'm telling the podcast people about the live event and the replay on demand, it goes the other way, too. If you'd like to pick up the podcast, all you have to do is go to the iTunes store or, for that matter, pretty much any one of the major podcast directories on the Internet. You can also get it on my website. Again, after the W's, it's theagelesswisdom.com. Well, today our topic is getting unstuck. And I'll always remember the first time, probably 30 years ago now, that I said to somebody, I don't think you're really stuck. I think you're holding on. And this guy literally, we were having lunch, 
<laughs> this guy literally dropped his fork. It was such a big revelation to him, the implications of, well, then it's easy to get unstuck. I mean, this was his complaint. I just am not making any progress. I'm in a rut. I'm not moving forward in my life. I I try and I try, but I just can't seem to get unstuck. And I said, you're not stuck. You're just holding on. And he was blown away by that. So we scheduled a session shortly after that, and a couple actually. And uh, so I've used that phrase many times since, as you can imagine, and even reminded myself on numerous occasions when I was feeling stuck in a rut. What are you holding on to? I mean, it's not just a matter of, hey, you're holding on, you're not really stuck, but what does it mean to hold on? What are you holding on to, right? And what is this holding on? Well, bottom line, let's begin at the end. You're holding on because you're afraid. This is difficult and confusing for people because they don't see any real danger in their lives. So what am I afraid of? It's an either inability or unwillingness to understand that the vast majority of your fear and maybe 100% of our fears are not really about danger, but what we do not know. Even the fear of real, clear, and present danger is more about what you do not know about the danger than the danger itself and what you do know about it. The more you know about a danger, the less dangerous it becomes. So the brain is wired to respond to the appearance of danger with a fight-or-flight response to defeat the fear, to either beat it up, kill it, or run away. (laughs) Run away. I always think of that Monty Python movie, run away, run away. Some people even say that fear is an acronym for F-E-A-R, forget everything and run. (laughs) But if the fear is not really a clear and present danger, but something unknown to you, then when you run away, you take it with you because you're holding on to it, don't you see? Holding on to fear. Why would I hold on to fear? Because fear is not really about danger, it's about things unknown, and you hold on to it to give yourself an opportunity to understand it. But as long as you play victim to your fear and presume it's about something external to you, then we continue to hold on. And that's what getting stuck is really all about. I'm going to give you as much information as I can in this free forum here. We'll do a little meditation in a few minutes, but you really want to spend a couple of bucks, like half what you'd spend on lunch, to come on into the class at 1.30 this afternoon, join the others for the premium training. And if you've never done that, well, just sign up for one class. And then if you like it, then you can enroll for a 13-week quarter. You get a really nice discount. And the most popular plan is 
those who have signed up for a full year, they get the deepest discount, of course. And all of you are invited, by the way, whether you enroll for a year, for a 13-week quarter, for one class at a time, or maybe you're just a listener to the free podcasts here or free live webinar, you're all invited to join our Ageless Wisdom social net. This is a Facebook kind of a page, except that it's ad-free. It's also free to join and free to use. But it's a service that we provide people like you who are listening to our programs. And primarily it features discussion threads and a blog, some very cool video galleries um, and audio galleries. Uh, there's live chat, of course, and a bunch of other cool features as well. The ability to search for people in other parts of the world or maybe in your hometown or search members by their particular interests. You know, you like a book, you can search for other people that have read the same book. It's very cool. Again, ad-free, free to use, free to join, and a lot of fun. We're a pretty small group, just a few hundred people. But, wow, really exceptional women and men from every continent in the world. The Ageless Wisdom Social Net is at a URL that's very similar to our basic home site, theagelesswisdom.com. You just add N-I-N-G before the .com, so it's after the W's, theagelesswisdom.ning.com, and like Nancy, N-I-N-G. Theagelesswisdom.ning.com takes you to the Wisdom Social Net, and you'll really dig it. Just use the tabs along the top to change the various views. It can be a little confusing at first, like anything else. Remember the first time you logged into Facebook? Uh, a lot of people still don't know their way around that thing. It's pretty cumbersome. I think our site is much more simple than that. It has more features. And, of course, everybody there is there because they share your interest and personal and spiritual development. So you don't, <laughs> forgive me, you don't have the riffraff. And it's a lot of fun. I, I go there every day. So uh, why don't you join us if you haven't already, the Ageless Wisdom Social Net at theagelesswisdom.ning.com and enroll for the premium training at theagelesswisdom.com. All right, so this whole idea of getting unstuck, our basic premise is you're really not stuck, you're holding on, and that holding on is an unconscious fear response. So what does it mean to hold on? Well, the first thing that may occur to you, and it's true, is you're holding on to muscular tension. You're holding on with muscular tension. Your hands become balled up. Your hands become fists. And that's a holding on. What do you do when you want to hold on to something? You curl your hand into a little fist. So fists are for hitting, fight or flight response. And fists are for holding on. You may even see people making fists when they run. 
<laughs> Unconsciously, they make a fist. A good runner, a very well-trained amateur or Olympic athlete or a professional, they know to hang loose. They don't make fists when they run, but most of us do because even though we're trying to run away, we're still holding on. That's what we do. We hold on. You know, there's that wonderful story in the beginning of Illusions by Richard Bach, who I had the pleasure of interviewing probably six years ago. And although the whole book is published, obviously, in a typeset font, the little story at the beginning is handwritten and reproduced in the book as if it were printed by hand. Indeed, you can tell that it obviously was. And it's the story of these little critters that never are named. They're just called critters or creatures that live at the bottom of a fast river. And their job, their daily life and affairs, is to hold on. Because if they let go, they're going to be carried downstream and dragged across the bottom, and they're going to smash into rocks, and they're going to get all battered and bruised and bloodied, and so they hold on to avoid injury. Same reason you and I tend to hold on automatically, autonomically. The brain is wired. There's a part of it called the amygdala that's triggered by confusion, by things unknown, certainly by the appearance of some danger, but it's not limited to danger, as I've already said. Anything new and unknown generates fear and triggers the amygdala, and therefore the fight-or-flight response. Old things that never have been understood, they come up again, they trigger that amygdala in the brain, and that fires off this fight-or-flight response. So the adrenal glands pump chemicals, adrenaline and cortisol and other chemicals into your body, which causes your muscles to tighten, capillaries constrict, forcing blood into the major muscle groups to fight or run, your pulse increases, your blood pressure obviously would increase, your respiration increases, your pupils dilate so you can see more easily, even if there's little light. A number of things happen automatically. And of course, this was developed or learned, if you will, through natural selection. We got this ability from our ancestors after millions of years of surviving danger. And those of our ancestors who were the best at surviving danger, who enjoyed, I'll say, the benefits of this trigger most quickly and most effectively, who were the best at fighting and running and surviving real dangers in the jungles and the forests and and wherever, they were the ones that, you understand how natural selection works, they were the ones that then passed these traits down to us. So we are the survivors and therefore the recipients of an ability to get really frightened really quickly and really easily. But your main takeaway here is that your fear, whatever you call it, fear, anxiety, stress, 
Nervousness, worry, doubt, apprehension is almost never about anything dangerous and always about things unknown or confusing to you. And at the center of all things unknown, guess what? Guess what stands in the very core, the very middle of what you do not know about your life? Yourself. You are the biggest unknown and the biggest source of fear in your life. I posted on Facebook this morning in response to a woman who had said that uh, nobody know, nobody understands her. Even the thoughts in her head do not understand her. It was sort of cute. And uh, I could not resist the temptation to respond, so I said, Using your thoughts to understand your thoughts is like a fish searching for water. You are not what you think of yourself. Breathe, relax, feel your feelings, and learn to trust them. You are what you care about, not what you think of yourself. Have you ever noticed how self-critical you are? You are the source of the fear in your life. And it's a failure to understand yourself. This is why the classic, most central wisdom in philosophy and all the wisdom traditions, we call it the ageless wisdom, is know thyself. Plato and Aristotle talk about it being the central wisdom in their day. That... A thousand years before, I mean, Plato and Aristotle, Socrates, these guys are about 2,500 years ago, and they're talking about inscribed over the oracle to Apollo at Delphi a thousand years before that, 3,500 years ago. Know thyself. This is the ancient wisdom. I mean, this is the flip side of the coin. Judge not. I mean, it's in the Bible and countless religious tracts that we should not be so judgmental, but often we miss the message. Why? Why should we not judge other people? Because it's irrelevant, because they are not you. Because while we're all cut from the same cloth, each of us is unique, and so there's no value to knowing other people unless you're just curious, but... You're incomparable. You are not them. So instead of judging other people, know thyself, you see. And, of course, Shakespeare in Hamlet, my favorite Shakespeare play of all, it's to thine own self be true. And then is the, what is it, the day follows the night, thou canst not be false to any man, or as the night follows the day, you couldn't lie to anybody if you're telling the truth to yourself, see. How could you be evil? How could you be deceitful? How could you lie, cheat, steal, be greedy and corrupt if you were being true to yourself? There may be people that lack a conscience altogether, but that's known as a pretty severe personality disorder. Most people, the vast majority of us, do have a conscience. And if we're true to ourselves, we're going to be true to other people, right? So this is 
Again, be the change you wish to see in the world. You want to change the world, change yourself. Face the fear and understand that it's rooted in you and that all of your sense of I'm stuck, I don't know how to get out of this rut, what do I need to do to move forward? The answer is let go. Not only of muscular tension, but let go of your mental and emotional attachments. Let go of those ideas that don't serve you, those belief systems that you picked up from other people. Maybe your parents, maybe the culture, society at large. You heard it on TV, you read it on the internet. People used to call my radio show and say, well, everybody knows that's true. Really? So you don't have to do any kind of due diligence because this conventional wisdom is popular? War is popular. Racism is popular. Now, this will make it right or true or good. So letting go is the solution to holding on. Letting go of muscular tension, letting go of belief systems, facing your fears, your worries, and your doubts, and your nervousness. And, of course, you got to do this in an altered state. The reason it's not patently obvious to us is we're trying to figure all this stuff out in a beta brainwave level, in the scattered awareness with our attention jumping all over the place like locusts and grasshoppers. you got to do it now. Close your eyes. Take a nice, slow, deep breath. And as you exhale, ah, relax and feel the letting go. Take a second and then a third, measured, deep, slow breath. And each time you exhale, ah, feel, create and sense in your body a letting go. That's the antidote. That's the solution. And as you let go of muscular tension in your body and feel safe and relaxed, you'll find yourself letting go of your attachment to certain ideas and patterns of feeling and emotion that are holding you back. This is what you're stuck in. And as you let go, you begin to detach and you get a more long-range or elevated perspective your horizons broaden and you begin to see what you had not seen, the bigger picture. And you begin to understand. They become more aware of what's going on in your life. You may even have a little epiphany, a little aha, a little self-realization. Oh my God, look at that pattern. I do that every time. Why am I still doing that. Perhaps to get to a place I've never been, I'm going to have to do something I've never done. Even if there's a little anxiety or fear associated with doing something new, if I step into it, breathe, relax, face it, embrace it, take ownership of my confusion and my anxiety, born of what I do not know, then I will know and understand it, 
and there will be no more fear, no more anxiety, no more stress. And then you continue that process. It's called the hero's journey. It is the story of stories. It is central to every adventure and every life story of every human being in the world. The hero's journey requires that you face your fear. And if you refuse, then you're holding on, and you call it being stuck. Take a nice, slow, deep breath. Peek. Exhaling now, ah, and open your eyes, wide awake, alert, rested, refreshed, feeling fine, better than before, back in the room, feeling just fine. With a full memory of what we've done, hope you can join us. If you're not already registered, trundle on over to theagelesswisdom.com. The T-H-E is part of it. The W's dot theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and premium training. Use your bank card. Sign up for today's class. You'll have a thank you page. It'll include the URL and the password that you need to join us. And if you subscribe for a 13-week quarter or a full year, you'll receive an email every Saturday night or Sunday morning with that week's URL and password. Okay. So thanks a lot for being with us here in the free forum. If you're not getting the newsletter yet, you can subscribe at theagelesswisdom.com. Have a wonderful Sunday, and if you're listening to the podcast, whatever day it happens to be, a great rest of the week and very happy new year. I think 2013 is going to be our lucky year. I like that number, 13. And join us next week and every week for the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. Thanks a lot for being here. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long.